It's a little extra Lambo podcast, and we are going to jump right into it today. We've got House Bill 3214, the Oregon, the 82nd Oregon Legislative Assembly, which means a bunch of communists in one room. House Bill 3214, this is, it's written up as, um, uh, it's right here in front of me. The following summary is prepared, the sponsors, measures, body of theft, um, it's the prohibits person from using specified types of animals in a traveling animal act, aka circuses is what they're saying. They have come out several times saying this will not affect rodeo. But in the past, Oregon has tried banning rodeo. They've, they've tried banning single events from the rodeo. They have tried everything to get rid of rodeo in the state of Oregon. Now, here's the problem. Um, be it enacted by the people of the state, uh, the person... The person may not use animal described in, in subsection three of this of this section of the Traveling Animal Act. So it's it's basically if you're, well, it says it down here. Let me just let me just read what it says. Uh, so these bills are so poorly not poorly written, but they're where's it at? Bear with me here. Bear with me here. Performance means a carnival, circus, display, exhibition, exposition, fair, parade, petting zoo, photographic opportunity, race, okay, ride, okay, trade show, or similar undertaking during which an animal performs tricks, bronx, bucking, gives rides, you know, what is a rodeo? Cowboy on top of an animal, right? and otherwise entertains and amuses the audience whether or not a fee is charged. Subsection C, Traveling Animal Act, means performance of an animal to which the animal is transported to perform. Well, I don't think these these bulls and these, these bronken bucks are taking the bus to get to the next rodeo, right? They're getting on a trailer by the handlers, by their owners, and taken to the next rodeo, and then to the next rodeo. Uh, I was supposed to have on... Um, Bucking bull, bulldog mom, mama. I don't know what her name is right now. Um, she uh, she got caught up at work, so she's not able to join me tonight. She was uh, uh, she's a rancher. She's a they. Her husband is a retired bull rider. They raise bulls that go from rodeo to rodeo to rodeo. It's a great guest that has all of this information, and she's the one that sent me the information yesterday which then I created a TikTok video. It was put on Instagram. It was put on my Facebook page. It was put on uh, TikTok, of course, and it got spread. It Lots of people, I gave a number to call. I'm hoping a lot of people voted or a lot of people called on this. Unfortunately, the House did vote on it today. Uh, it passed 11 to nothing. So there was no opposition to this at all. So they, they've got an agenda there. Now, this is Oregon, right? We know what Oregon is about. They do not care about the other people that live in this state. Eastern Oregon, just like Eastern Washington, what we have to deal with communist Inslee, what we have to deal with with the other side of the state, we understand 1,000% what Eastern Oregon is dealing with because we have to deal with the same thing when it comes to us. The west side of the state does not care about the east side of the state. 
most of your rodeo families, most of your ranch families, most of your livestock raisers, they are in the eastern part of the state, just like it is in eastern Washington. This bill, this bill had already passed in L.A. County. I don't know if it affects the entire state of California. I do know that it passed in L.A. County. There is no more bull riding, no more rodeoing in L.A. County. And California was a huge rodeo area. So rodeo is banned in at least L.A. County. I don't know about the entire state. Now, this is spreading like a, like a liberal disease. It is spreading up north. And you know, you know Inslee, he always follows what big brother Gavin Newsom tells him to do. And he's just chomping at the bit to get theirs passed, but they got to get Oregon first. House Bill 3214 went unopposed, 11 to nothing in the House. So they also took some calls from what I was told today. They had 10 people speak. They had their animal activists, their, their agenda-driven people that took up the majority of the time. But they did take some calls. I know that the um, head guy for the Pendleton Rodeo Association, as well as another rodeo association, were able to speak. I don't know if they were in the room with them or they got called in. I don't, I don't know that whole setup. The others who were waiting in line, there was probably 50 people waiting to speak. They were all for this being overturned. So they knew from this crowd of who was going to support this bill being passed. The plan is keep calling that number. Keep calling that number. It is uh, 503... Oh, now it's my phone. God dang you. 503-986-1454. You are calling to oppose House Bill 3214. It did pass the House. Now it's going to be on to the Senate. Keep calling this number. Keep flooding that voicemail. Um, there is an email address uh, as well. Um, find my TikTok. It's on there. I'll, I'll put it on the prologue of this show as well, but... It goes through, this bill goes through, and it's it breaks down a lot. Uh, zoo animals, um, a person that used the a, a person that uses an animal described in subsection three of this section as part of the education program. If the animal is not kept away from the animal's permanent facility for more than twelve hours in a twenty-four hour person in a twenty-four hour period. Um, it has stuff for permits. Uh, they're they're making it the they're making the operators' permits invalid now. A falconer, so people who train falcons and then they come back and they'll fly on your arm. Um, that's under uh, a falconer operating under a valid license issued by the state and wildlife commission. Uh, a license and accredited academic and medical and research institution. So it's a veterinarian can have can have animals. Um, but then it goes through, um, domestic pigs, goats, reindeer, domestic llamas, any member of these families are now illegal member of the crocodile family. That's illegal. Education program means an animal exhibition designed to impart inf to impart information 
about an animal's natural behavior, habitat, and life cycle for educational or conservation purposes. Performance means a carnival, circus display, exhibition, ex, uh, exhibition, exposition, fair, parade, petting zoo, photographic opportunity, race, ride, trade show, other similar uh, undertakings, animal performing tricks, a traveling animal act. So as I as I had stated before, that's I just reread that. Um, defendant as an animal and as an exotic animal. So basically, they are they because of their past. It, obviously, I have not said the word rodeo in this bill, but we know in their past, and, and this is this is very vaguely written. Um, I was talking to uh, Bucking Bulldog Mama. Um, she had said that they have other bills, um, H HB eleven oh one or eleven. There's a bunch of other bills that they are very vague. So then they can start pulling in these outside entities and making one, you know, pulling it all into this bill and encompassing it. It does have these different families. member classes, member of family, it does break that down, but it leaves it wide open. I mean, in, and I already read it right here. already read it right here. Um, uh, photographic opportunity, race, ride, um, gives rides, performs tricks, a traveling animal act. I mean, that's a, that's a rodeo. So rodeo will be put into this when they are all said and done. And I can't even tell you, it is in the thousands of the families that are going to be affected by this bill. HB 3214. People's livelihoods with that are residents, pay, taxpayers in the state of Oregon. This will affect them. And then once it happens here, it will happen in Washington state. It's just how that that plague, that liberal disease that most goes f north from California and goes up. This will be this will happen in Washington State, and and the 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 problem is is you have the western side of Washington as well as Oregon that they do not understand the western way of life. They do not understand the farming way of life. They don't understand agriculture. They don't understand rodeo and they don't understand that simple lifestyle. Nor do they even want to find out on their own about it. They just make these assumptions. The trucking industry is a great example of this. My family is a, is in in the trucking industry. They have people who have never looked at a truck, let alone sat in the driver's seat and drove a mile down the road, making rules for truck drivers, implementing what they think is best for public safety, in air quotes, when they've never actually sat in a truck. They've never hauled a load down the road. They've never had to deal with traffic. They've never had to put down the I-5 corridor at 5 p.m. at night. If any of you were truck drivers listening to this, you know that shiver that just went down your went down your arms because you know exactly what I'm talking about. We have people making bills, people making laws that are affecting 
trades people that they have no clue what they're talking about. It's like making a making a law. We're going to pass House Bill 2718 that says you can only use a certain grout for tiling. I'm, I, I don't know what the difference between different grouts and different tiles are. We can only use sheetrock dust as, as grout. <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue what it is. But I'm gonna. I, I think that's the best. I think that's the best thing to do. So we're just gonna use uh, um, sand and sheetrock dust, and that's what you're gonna make your grout out of, because it seems to be safer that way. So that's what we're gonna do. When in in theory, it, it probably has nothing to do. It probably won't hold the compound. Probably can't t- use it for actual tiling. That's how ridiculous most of these bills are because these people that are in legislature have no fucking clue what they're talking about. And I don't care if they don't know what they're talking about. They're not putting in the effort to find out. They're not going to the ranches. They're not going to the rodeos. They're not going to people who actually know what they are talking about, who are living that life. And that's when we start losing the country that we have tried preserving. We've tried protecting because you have people who are voted in who have no clue what they're talking about. Making bills, making laws for families, just like HB 3214. It is is going to ruin rodeoing in Oregon, and then that's just going to spread to Washington State. Thankfully, the state of Idaho is right next door. That shit won't fly, but there are people within that uh, that Idaho government. Even even I wanted to talk about this next was the the Oregon some Oregon counties joining with Idaho, and you've got this one popsicle that's down in Boise that she's saying this is out. Are we just going to start making? You know, she was pulled up Georgia. You know, if, if Georgia is a conservative state, but Atlanta's liberal, are we just going to make make Atlanta its own state. That's just ridiculous. Well, when your government stops listening to you, you have to take action. When your government does not care what you have to say, does not care how laws apply to you, and they could care less what you think about these laws and have to say about these laws, then you need to take action. I am not calling. I am not calling for weapons to be used. I am not calling for um, violence to be had. I am not calling for anything like that. But these government officials, they need to start hearing your voice. Your voice is a weapon. Use that shit. In quotes by Packing Patriot. Use your voice. Be loud. Be loud. Because it's shit like this that they've been trying. They've been trying for years to get rid of rodeo. And now all of a sudden they've got this bill for exotic animals. That they're just going to lump right in there. It, it's, it's written in there. You can see it. You can see it. Rides. Racing. Trade shows. Photographic opportunities. I mean, you could sit next to a, a, a bull and get your photo taken with it, but I don't know what the actions are going to be of that bowl. Probably wouldn't be the smartest thing. Maybe we could get some of these liberal governors to take photos with the bulls. 
there are there are people in this legislature who still think that you actually tie the bull's balls up to make it bronk, to make it buck. Bulls are bred that way. Just like a German short hair pointer is is it's bred to sniff out birds. It's bred to point at a at a pheasant flying across the field. That's its job. That's its birthright. Bronking bucks, bronking bucking bulls are the same thing. You breed them like that. That's in their nature. It is their God-given gift. It makes them happy. You will find some bulls who will be out in the middle of the field just bucking away because that's what they do for fun. They love going to these rodeos. They love going and competing against a rider. They know what's going on. They understand. They don't want that that rider on their back. Is it harming the animal? No, it's not. But they know what makes them happy. They know that that bucking makes them happy. They've got a rider on there. They want to get that rider off. Just as much as that rider wants to ride them, that bull wants that wants the rider off. And when that when that rider, when that cowboy flies off, you guarantee that that bull is smiling. Yeah, I got another one. They go back into the pen. They probably have some sort of a some sort of a ceremony of of the all the bulls that, that bucked off all the riders. I don't know, something silly. But that's that's where that's the that's the rodeo in, in the bulls themselves in the bear in the in the saddle bronx in the bareback bronx. That's how they're bred. They're not. They don't have some taser to the balls. They don't have their balls cinched up in in zip ties. They don't have none of that stuff. That's how they're bred. They're bred to perform in front of an audience or in the middle of a wheat field by themselves to buck. Do you think this governor knows that? Do you think Jay Inslee, the communist prick from Washington State, do you think he knows that? Do you think he's ever been to a ranch to see how these how these bulls and cows and cattle and horses there are cared for? how they're fed, how their diets are looked at. As soon as they need a doctor, they're right there to get medical attention. These animals are very well cared for. Do you think any of these 11 in Oregon that voted that voted for House Bill there's my mouse. House Bill 3214, do you think they cared at all to know that information? The problem with most, and it doesn't matter what party. Remember, I, I could give a shit about what party you are. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. It's about patriots versus tyrants. Because even if you are consider yourself a Republican and you're just some frat boy that that has the name and you got voted in, you might not know. You might have never stepped foot on a ranch to understand this. You might have never sat in the driver's seat of a truck or a passenger seat of a truck and say, hey, I'd like to take a ride along. I want to understand what you go through. I want to know what it's like to go up and down the road. I want to ride with you for a day. I want to know what it's like to go to a truck stop and fuel up and or at the end of the night when there's zero parking, what do you do? I want to know why drivers get past you, pull right in front of you, and then slow down. I want to know why drivers are in lane number five in the hammer lane, but they need that on-ramp and they just swoop, straight across. I want to, uh, as a, as a, as a 
as a representative of my constituents, I want to know what my people, my people, I want to know what the people of my county or state, whatever, what they go through on a day-to-day basis before I make a bill that impacts them. Liberalism is a disease. And once it starts infecting its pod, it can only go, it can only go out to spread to new organisms. Just like this gun, the gun bills, you got, you got sleepy Joe Biden wanting to have an executive order banning all assault, all automatic, semi-automatic weapons, all assault weapons, semi-automatic weapons. It just, just, our country is at war right now, folks. Our country is at war right now. We are in the middle of World War III because our rights and our God-given rights that we were born with, they are all under assault. Our faith in Christianity, our right to us, our God-given right to the Second Amendment, our right to the First Amendment with free speech, right to practice religion, right to bring grievance against our government, right to protest, right to assemble is all under attack. And it's been under attack since COVID started. We are in the middle of World War III right now. Now we've got the banking crisis, and I'm not going to speak on the banks because I don't understand I don't understand any of that. If something major comes up, Silicon Valley going, you know, going uh, out of business, I guess. I, I like I said, I I just I don't I don't understand that, so I don't I don't want to speak on that. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to have a FDIC bailout, which is an insurance that each bank pays into. But how, do, how, how, do, how does government raise money? Government raises money from, in this case, the banks, which comes from their people who bank at the bank. That's the taxpayer. Sleepy Joe came out saying that, no, the taxpayers aren't going to pay a single dime in this. Well, that, they do, because it's just like you go to a grocery store. You raise the price on eggs... For the you know to cover the fuel, to cover the labor, to cover the store cost, you raise that price. The store isn't the store isn't going to pay for that. The consumer is. It all gets passed back down to the consumer. Not only are taxes going up, but now we've got to pay extra on top to get our goods and our services. FDIC bailout to cover the assets or the the ledger, whatever it is. I, I, like I said, I don't know. I, I don't know banking. To cover all of that is going to come back to the taxpayer. So yes, we are paying for that. Just in a non, not in how Sleepy Joe is saying it's going to get covered. We are in the middle of World War III right now. We are under attack on social media. We are under attack for our way of life just want to be left alone we want our children left alone we are tired of groomers we are tired of of people exploiting our children we're tired of nobody giving a shit about human trafficking about child sex trafficking about child labor we are tired of it we're tired of nothing being done by our government who has more than enough evidence more than enough evidence 
to take certain people out of government positions and nothing is being done about it. It is a it is a simmering pot of water right now with the bubbles at the bottom. That you can see the bubbles, they're just not quite coming up to the top. That's where we're at right now. This country is about ready to explode. And it's all these little pieces. It's all these little little things that are going on. Yes, they are big things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's all of these little pieces coming together. And it's all so spread out and vague that it's tough to stay focused on, on every little, on everything that's going on. This country is at a tipping point right now. I advise you to start stocking up. Continue stocking up on your food, on your water, on your medical supplies. If you take medication, go to your doctor and ask for a three-month supply. Get three months worth of, of medication so that you are somewhat covered for the next three months. Your doctor will write you that prescription. And then you don't need to wait three months. At the end of the month, then you start adding on to the back end of that medication. Rotate through, just like you rotate through your chili beans, you rotate through your rice, you rotate through your other stuff. Rotate through. Make sure you're stocked up on water. You can last three minutes without air. You can last three days, three days without water, three weeks without food. What are you going to do after that? Make sure you have a gas mask with a HIPAA filter. Make sure you have enough water on hand. A gallon of water a day, gallon of water a day for everybody in your house. You can only last three days without water. Then your body will start shutting down. You can last three weeks without food, and then your body will start shutting down. You can only last three minutes without air, and then your body starts shutting down. I advise you. To find a prepper. If you don't know where to start, I advise you to find a prepper and start asking questions. This show will help you out. Extralambo at gmail.com. Email the show. I will gladly help you get you pointed in the right direction. Go to the local prepper on TikTok and, and Instagram. He will definitely get you pointed out. He's got a Patreon page. He's got um, a couple other things. He's got a YouTube channel. There are the Canadian prepper. They, there are people out there that are willing to help you. If you want to actually take this seriously, heed the, heed the warnings that are given. If you need advice, please ask. Shoot the message a show. Shoot my email a show, and I will help you out, or I'll get you pointed in the right direction at least. Or, if you want to, we can go to Crave Eats, Drinks, Nightlife, Downtown Spokane, and we can definitely... Say hello to Jacob and the staff. We can have a cold beer and we can talk about prepping. We can talk about the necessities that you need. We can talk about where to start. Talk about going to the dollar store, pulling up my podcast about the dollar store and writing down those 15 necessities, those 15 essential topics that you can get at the dollar store to help your prepping needs. Crave Eats, Drinks, Nightlife, Downtown, Spokane. So as I was getting ready to 
record the next segment. I was going to talk about uh, a couple extra things about prepping, some uh, just some updates of, of my tech and gear going forward. I was just going to kind of talk about that. I get a text message right before I hit record. Uh, Kentucky Legislature 316.23, that would be today. Kentucky Legislature passes dangerous legislation to nullify federal gun laws and punish law enforcement. Dangerous legislation. Missouri, Missouri, they did the same thing. They did that a couple weeks ago. They both passed laws nullifying any federal gun laws. We have a tyrant as a president who wants to sign an executive order banning all semi-automatic rifles. All semi-automatic rifles. Just like we talked about in the last segment, you have people who don't understand, who don't understand bills that they are writing and what they are passing. We have we have people within our government who believe that a stock, a stock of a rifle that has a strap over it for stability to make your gun safer to use, they're calling it a bump stock. We have people within our government who believe that a semi-automatic rifle can shoot 100 rounds in a second. We have people in our government who believe that guns just shoot people at will. That if you have a magazine of, of more than you know 30 rounds, then you must be a madman and you, you're going to be out there killing people. So creepy Joe Biden is going to sign an executive order making all assault weapons illegal. All semi-automatic assault weapons illegal because of the safety of the public, and that's it, okay? What are you going to do with the criminals? What are you going to do with the bad people in this country who have weapons illegally? Are you going to go door-to-door and go get those weapons? How are you going to track them, Joe? How do you know where they're at? Every law that they make, all they're doing is they're going after law-abiding citizens. What happened in Venezuela? What happened in Australia? You know, they've got a good story. They've got a good story of, yeah, we we handed over our guns and our firearms because it was just going to keep everybody safe. Now you go and ask them today, did it? Did it? You handing over your guns voluntarily to the government, did it help you? Did it keep everybody safe? The answer, no. Because bad people do not give a shit about laws. Bad people do not give a shit about you and what you are doing. You see, when you pass all of these laws and you think that you're making yourself safer because you feel better, you're not actually being more safe. You have now victimized yourself because bad people are not going to get rid of their guns. Joe Biden is going to sign an executive order making this so. And then what? Are the cartels that's flooding our southern border right now? Is the cartel, when they cross the border, 
Is there going to be a bin that says, hey, firearm, drop your firearm here? You think they're going to drop it? Do you think that the bad people who are hiding that we don't even know where they're at right now, do you think that they're going to relinquish their firearms? You think they're going to they're going to get up one morning, they're going to go to their closet, they're going to go pull the rug back and they're going to move that piece of wood and they're going to pull their firearms out, their their AR15s, their AK47s. You think they're going to grab those and walk them down to the police station and say, "Hey, look, I'm a bad guy, I'm a criminal." I have this gun and and Joe Biden wants us wants every gun turned in because now they're illegal. I want I want to turn my gun in because it's for the safety of the people. If you believe this, I want you to go into your bathroom, stick your head in the toilet and flush several times. Because you're a pathetic human being because this is not reality. This is not truth. You cannot guarantee me that the bad people, that the criminals of this country are ever going to become law-abiding citizens and turn over their guns. You cannot tell me, you cannot guarantee me 100% that this government is then not going to take the next step in controlling every aspect of our life. The only reason that this government cannot just come in and tell us exactly what to do right now is because we have guns. They, This government has to get the guns out of our hands. To think that they even have a shot at controlling our day-to-day lives, controlling our future, putting us into these 15-minute cities. This government, this administration, the New World Order, the WEF, they have to get the guns from the United States citizens. Because if they cannot do that, when they go and they invade this country with however it is that they're going to invade this country, when that time comes, and if we still have guns, we win. We win. But if we do not have our guns, if they are able to limit us, to to pull everything out except for a six-shot revolver, by God, I think we're going to still put up a pretty good fight. Six-shot revolvers are going to go, sales are going to go through the roof. I'll order four of those motherfuckers and I will keep them loaded on me at all times. And if that's all we got, then we're going to get really good at shooting six shot revolvers. I'll still put my money on the American people. But if they take away all of our guns and we will have no chance, we will become Venezuela. And if you know history, you understand what that means. You understand that once you give up your guns, you have no more rights. Because you have no way to defend yourself. You have no way of protecting your God-given rights. There's a reason the First Amendment was written first. And there was a reason the Second Amendment was written second. Because as soon as they start stifling your speech, as soon as they take away your right to to assemble, as soon as they take away their right to address grievances against your government, as soon as they take away your right to practice any religion that you want, as soon as they take away your freedom of speech, that's when the Second Amendment becomes a necessity 
because without the Second Amendment, it doesn't matter. The rest of the amendments in line, they does not matter. See, our founders, they knew what a tyrannical government looks like because we had just fought the greatest army that this world has ever seen. The American people, the, the farmers, fought off the greatest military this world has ever seen. And we won that one. Kentucky passing this law, nullifying federal gun laws. Like I said, Missouri just passed the same thing. Uh, the Kentucky chapter, I don't want to read that. Um, da, 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 da. Um, our lawmakers have determined that the that they have no respect for our law enforcement officers who put their lives on the line to keep us safe. This is from uh, Connie Courtney, a volunteer from the Kentucky uh, chapter of the Mom Demands Action. We are especially disappointed that this bill was proposed last year and the Senate demonstrated the, necessi- the necessary leadership to reject this dangerous legislation. The majority of the Republican lawmakers are gambling with our lives by passing this bill and they should be ashamed that they're letting politics get in the way of public safety. Maybe it's your safety. Because without firearms in our hands, without firearms in our hands, we do have no laws. Because they control every aspect. The government, the administration, the WEF, whoever controls every aspect of our lives. Missouri, Missouri, Kentucky, they understand this. So anything that anything that the federal government says, see the states, the states control what they can do to their people. The federal government just has oversight over the states. The state legislatures can control. We'll just use control. Give the you know control the people. Our government is so far off from what the founders intended it to be. Our government has surpassed anything that the Constitution was written for. They need to wake up in the morning and read the Constitution before they go into office. Every day. They need to understand what our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our Declaration of Independence They should read them every day and they should understand that those were written not for the people, but for the government. You see, our founders know what it is that will make up a tyrannical government. And once they start infecting the people, that becomes no longer a republic government that becomes a tyrannical government. There was another uh, paragraph within this article, and I'm struggling trying to find it, but, I mean, in the end, it, do, it doesn't really matter. We, the, these states, these red states, are going to start passing some crazy laws. Uh, mo- more so, I, you know, I believe uh, Idaho might pass this. South Dakota will probably pass this. Um, you know, Montana's changing. Montana's changing to that liberal parasite. So I don't know about Montana. Um, South Dakota, they will probably pass this. Um, Nebraska, they might pass that. 
Ohio, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know about Ohio. Florida, maybe. I don't know. Vermont, Vermont isn't the isn't Vermont the come and take it state or something like that? Maybe Vermont. Vermont passed that. Definitely ain't gonna be Washington State till I become governor. That's a fact right there. Oregon, shit, you can't even get a concealed carry permit in Oregon. Those snowflakes would melt at the sight of a of a firearm on your hip. Carrie Lake in Arizona would have signed that bill. Damn right she would have. Maybe our other, maybe Oklahoma, Mississippi, Alabama. They might sign something similar to this. Sure make those states easier to move to. I tell you what. I wanted to talk about prepping. I wanted to talk about rotating your food storage and canning you know fun stuff like that we almost have gardening season around the corner getting your beds you know built and and fresh soil put in there what seeds to use i've been watching so many videos about how to how to can what comes right out of your garden how to can eggs which i already knew but actually that's how i lost one of my accounts was arguing about with this lady who kept saying who kept telling people to put white eggs that you bought at the store you can put them in the put them in a jar and keep them in your pantry no you cannot do that we went through this back and forth and boom i got my account banned it was gone you cannot put store-bought eggs into a jar to keep into your pantry for long-term keeping those eggs will go bad they have to have the poop on them not the poop the uh um, the outer membrane of the shell that when you when you get the eggs and you pick them out of the the coop and you wash them off you're washing off that little membrane that's on the outside that's keeping them safe and sealed you do need to pick the poop off you need to pick the dirt off the hay off whatever your bedding is for the eggs you do need to get that off, and you got to be careful with that outer membrane of the egg. But those are what you put into a jar, and then you put in this pickling lime juice to help um, seal or do whatever it is that 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 is for with the eggs. And then you can put it into long-term storage in your pantry, into a place with no light, and those eggs will sit up to two years in that jar. And Lord knows we will probably need that. We have so much going on. I was, I was trying to, I, I you know I had my guest tonight, but I always have a plan. I always have a plan of what I want to do for a show if my, just in case my guest doesn't show up. And in this case, I needed to enact that plan. I knew I wanted to talk about the house bill in Oregon. That was number one. And we will have, um, bucking bulldog mom come on and, uh, and, uh, talk about that next week. So that'll, that'll hopefully be next Friday's show. And I, but we have so, there's just so much. We've got the train derailments. Remember in this last podcast, I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before that I had talked about this area having something happen. We haven't had anything happen to this, you know, to the Washington state area. And of course, uh, yesterday, I don't think it was today. I think it was yesterday. We had a train derailment, weird train derailment over on the West side of the state. Um, 5,000 gallons of fuel from that train 
Um, they are claiming that it had just leaked into the dirt, not in its the tracks right next to the water water source, right next to a lake. But they're claiming that this diesel fuel did not reach the lake. It is all in the dirt. I'm not too worried about the diesel fuel. You know, we have oil spills and we have, you know, other stuff that goes on. I'm not too worried about diesel. It's the, the you know, the World War One chemicals that are being lit up in the sky. The, oh, poor Ohio, Palestine, Ohio. Um, with another train derailment in Kentucky, another truck tip over in Arizona. I mean, just all, we are under attack. We are in, we are under, we are in World War Three right now. We are under attack. Now, I had seen something, and it's just a theory, of course. I had seen something that the reason that these train derailments are going on is because the military then can't have smooth access across the country. The military can't transport equipment throughout the country smoothly if we have all of these train derailments and the tracks are just in shambles across the country. And then you get somebody on there, you get somebody on there, oh, there needs to be more maintenance on the tracks. Now, I can't speak for everybody, I can't speak for every, you know, place in this country. I can speak to where I travel for work on a daily basis, and I can see all of the train tracks that are usually beside the highway that they are constantly getting maintained. They are constantly getting new tracks put on. They are constantly getting the wood underneath put on. The sides groom. The gravel between the the um, between the the railroad ties regrooved. I mean, I, these tracks over here are very well maintained. We did have a train derailment, what five years ago, six years ago, and corn everywhere. Um, the track had given out because of a of I believe it was the snowpack and it had washed out from under the under the tracks itself, causing a little dip. I guess boom train derailment corn everywhere. The birds loved it. I bet, but train that that train derailment happened in northern Idaho, um, created the mess. I I do have that on my Facebook page somewhere. There was some aerial drone footage, you know, catastrophe, but it looked pretty cool. Uh, flying over but thankfully it was just corn you know it wasn't a bio a biofuel or any 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 toxic chemicals that were oh let's burn these into the sky i you know we've got these apa people that are that are going around and, and protesting every everything right they show up in their little priuses their little subarus and or not not their not the subarus fucking subarus they show up in their in their you know little Chevy Volt cars, and they start protesting you know all the other pickups or the trucks or the you know whatever whatever they want to protest. But where are they at for this train derailment in Ohio? You've got these people that are always about air quality and you know the environment and this tree can't be cut down. Where are they at? Why aren't these people in Ohio protesting? What the what the government, what the train company did to these chemicals and just lighting them on fire, putting this toxin up in the air. Not a not a not a EPA person in sight. Not an EPA protester in sight. I'm sorry. 
we've got a lot going on. We've got thousands of people every every hour crossing that southern border unchecked. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they're going. We don't know what their intent is here. They're just coming across. They pushed their way through a border crossing. They had to throw out, the agents had to throw out uh, that wrapped up barbed wire to try to slow them down. But they were prepared for this. They knew. So they all had the the, the images that I had saw. They, had, they were starting to throw coats over these barbed wire to get them to be pushed down for when people cross. They don't get cut up. They knew what was going to happen, which I find very funny. Coincidence, right? Yeah, there are, there is no such thing as coincidence anymore. Our southern border is being flooded. We are we have banks that are going down. We've got a currency issue. We've got digital currency staring us in the face. We've got all these train derailments. We've got nuclear war talking about with Russia. We've got another war because of of Taiwan with with uh you know protecting Taiwan with China. We've got the BRICS starting to add more people, more countries to it. They have over half of the world's population in these BRICS countries. And if you don't think that's going to affect our, our currency here in the States, you are crazy. You are naive. Because they are actually backing their currency with actual metals, gold, silver, actual actual something other than yeah we're good for it shake you know wink 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 we're good for it see our money used to be on the gold standard and then once that started going away we were on the petrodollar because we had oil we actually went after our own oil which america has a pretty good oil reserve but for some reason we don't want to pump our own oil. Nah, that'd be crazy. And then we became a country of debt. Our dollar was balanced by the debt that we had. Now that we are $36 trillion in debt, our, our money is basically worthless. In all intents and purposes, our money is worthless. Because we have nothing to back it up with. We have nothing to hold it. The value of it. Except for, yeah, we're good for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll write you a check. A check? I thought you wanted money. I think that's how the Jeff Foxworthy line goes. A check? Hell, I got a check. We have so much going on in this country right now. Barack Obama had said... You flood the town square with as much misinformation, as much lies, as much distraction, and a little bit of truth, and it gets people scared. They will not pay attention, and then you've won. You flood the town square with all of this, and people don't know what to believe, and you've won. That is what is going on right now. That is why everything is so crazy right now. You're getting people that do not understand what is going on. And then you get people that are just shutting down. 
because they don't want to know. It's going to affect their day-to-day. I just don't want to know. I don't want to know that we're going to go into war with with Russia. I don't want to know that China is pushing their way into our country. I don't want to know that they already have three police departments here. I don't want to know that they own almost 100,000 acres of land in our country. I don't want to know this stuff. I don't want to know that they have a banking currency that is well more established than our than our dollar is. I just want to go to work, come home, go to happy hour, go get a blizzard, and then go home. That's all they want to do. They don't care. They don't care. How many people in Oregon right now with HB 3214 being being passed 11 nothing? How many people in Oregon don't even know that that happened? How many people in Washington State don't even know that this train derailment happened? How many people in California don't know that Gavin Newsom has ties to Silicon Valley Bank? And then if they know, how many people don't care? That's what you've got to ask yourself. There's a lot of different directions I can go with this with this segment but i thought that was pretty interesting with the with the just just great timing with the um missouri and and kentucky passing the uh federal gun law nullification bills more states are going to pick that up and that's going to be big news it's going to be big news i do advise you to go through your pantry i do advise you to Rotate your stock, check your dates. I do advise you to, if you have any electronics, get them into a Faraday cage, a Faraday bag, into you know something that's a Faraday EMP protection. I advise you to charge your batteries for any communication devices that you have. I advise you to have a go bag ready to go. I advise you to have a weapon, a firearm with plenty of magazines and ammo to go. I advise you to have a plan, have an action plan, have a plan of if something happens, if shit hits the fan, that we know where we're going as a family. Are we staying here? Are we fighting from our home fortress? Are we hopefully not running into the woods, but that's what everybody's going to do. We're just going to run into the woods. You're going to last two days out in the woods. You better have a better plan than that. I advise you to have a plan. Have these conversations. You People need to stop giving a fuck whether people think that they're crazy or not. You need to have these con- con- these conversations. It is better to have these conversations and have a plan ready and not need them than to get caught with your pants down by your ankles and going, shit, we don't have a plan. What are we going to do? And then you guys look at each other like, uh, uh, what do we grab? What do we need? Uh, uh, we have no electricity. We have no, no vehicles. We can't drive anywhere. What are we going to do? And then you sit there and panic. How many people are like that? Have a plan. And then tear that plan apart. Where's the holes in it? How Tell your plan to somebody that you trust, that you trust with your life. Have them tear that plan apart and then have another plan. Like I said, 
you need to probably have, if you have an escape route of some sort, you need to have three or four different plans. If you want me to look over your plan, I will definitely take a look at that plan and I will definitely tear it apart for you and find your holes. Email the show, extralambo at gmail.com. I will do it because I care that people have have a action plan set. Mr. Freedom Stick, same thing. Get onto his website. Ooh, I don't know if it's up. Now, if MrFreedomStick.com. Check it, check it out. I don't know if that's up yet. But check it out. If it's not, then then email the show, extralambo at gmail.com. Um, but he, you know, he has the virtual survival uh, workshop, uh, building an action plan, setting it up, um, getting set pre- preparedness. But as, a, as the leader of your family, you need to have this conversation with your entire family. You need to have these, co- these talks about where, what are we going to do in this situation? What are we going to do in this situation? If this happens and I'm not here, where are you going to go? You need to have these monthly talks with your family about what is going on and what your plans are. This is something that needs to become a routine in your home. Everybody else in this house might think you're crazy. But it's better to have a plan and not use it than to not have a plan and need it. This has been a little extra Lambo. We are going to cut it right there. Um, Hopefully we do have um, Bucking Bulldog Mama on next week. Uh, I will produce that show. It will be live as soon as... As soon as I'm done, that show needs to get out so that way we can get a ball rolling um, to try to stop that vote. So please um, call that number that I had given. It will be on the prologue of the show. I had created the videos for it already. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. It's on my Facebook page. Call that number. Tell them why you do not want that bill to pass the Senate. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell. This has been a little extra Lambo. Be kind out there, folks. Have a plan. Be set up and ready to go. Peace. Peace.